The big idea, Jesus was courageous when it cost him followers and loyal when it cost him his life. Our weekly identity statement, I am courageous for the cause of Christ and faithful to his cause no matter how high the cost. And our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. John chapter 7, picking up right where we left off yesterday. After this, Jesus went around in Galilee. He didn't want to go about in Judea because the Jewish leaders there were looking for a way to kill him. When the Jewish festival of tabernacles was near, Jesus' brothers said to him, Leave Galilee and go to Judea so that your disciples there may see the works you do. No one who wants to become a public figure acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. For even his own brothers did not believe in him. Therefore Jesus told them, My time is not yet here. For you any time will do. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. You go to the festival. I'm not going up to this festival because my time has not yet fully come. After he said this, he stayed in Galilee. However, after his brothers had left for the festival, he went also, not publicly, but in secret. Now, at the festival, the Jewish leaders were watching for Jesus and asking, where is he? Among the crowds, there was widespread whispering about him. Some said, he's a good man. Others replied, no, he deceives the people. But no one would say anything publicly about him for fear of the leaders. Not until halfway through the festival did Jesus go up to the temple courts and begin to teach. The Jews there were amazed and asked, how did this man get such learning without having been taught? Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from the one who sent me. Anyone who chooses to do the will of God will find out whether my teaching comes from God or whether I speak on my own. Whoever speaks on their own does so to gain personal glory, but he who seeks the glory of the one who sent him is a man of truth. There is nothing false about him. Has not Moses given you the law, yet not one of you keeps the law? Why are you trying to kill me? You are demon-possessed, the crowd answered. Who is trying to kill you? I don't know how familiar you are with Jesus, especially when it comes to his family. Church tradition assigns seven birth brothers to Jesus and no mention of sisters. It appears throughout the Gospels that none of Jesus' birth brothers believed in him until after the resurrection and ascension. So we have to keep that in mind as we look at this story. We also have to remember what just happened in John 6, which we covered yesterday. Jesus has just given this incredibly difficult teaching about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. It sounded like Jesus wanted his followers to be cannibals and vampires. But regardless of their unbelief, which we read in verse 5, his brothers had been with him and noticed the crowds that were following him. Verse 1 makes it clear that Jesus didn't want to go to Judea because people were trying to kill him. I don't blame him. But his brothers persisted. They were motivated, but clearly by the wrong things. They were pressuring Jesus to leave here and go where more people will see him. Stop doing miracles in Galilee where the people already know you. Go to Judea. There are more people there. It's time for the Festival of Tabernacles. That's a great opportunity to get back some of the followers you just lost. You're a public figure. Act like one. Jesus' brothers had an agenda for his life. 
I would imagine they wanted the uh, recognition and and to reap the benefits that come from being close to the most popular man in town. Money, power, probably other things. To his brothers, Jesus had just failed. He had been trending, but now all of his followers left him and they wanted him back. They wanted to get Jesus back on top, but for their own personal benefit. This is where we need to draw back on all our previous weeks of understanding to draw these together. Think of Jesus as a woven mat. He had all these attributes that made him who he was. It is the combination of them, all of them together, that made the person of Jesus, Jesus. So to take any one strand out, the integrity of the whole is compromised. For example, we talked about Jesus' motives being pure. And we see that here. Jesus says, for you any time is right, but for me there's a specific time. The brothers had their timeline, but Jesus was operating differently. His teaching was not his own, it comes from the one who sent him. He's not at liberty to change any aspect of the message, including the time of its delivery. You could easily look at this story and think that Jesus was being a coward, but the opposite is quite true. He had the courage to wait. His courage was grounded in truth and reality as well as mission. He could have busted into Judea and and made a scene, but it wasn't the right time for that. And if he had done that, it would have messed up God's bigger plan, which had been laid out for thousands of years and spoken of by the prophets. So he waited. He had the courage to wait. We also talked about Jesus being truth. He had the courage to stand up for the truth, even when it cost him followers. Like we said yesterday, Jesus had the courage to be disliked. His love for the Father and others was always pure. We see Jesus stand up to help people even when it required him to take an unpopular stand. His his mercy wasn't confined to moments where it was easy. He was merciful when it cost him socially to be so. The same is true for his courage and loyalty. He had the courage to stand up for the oppressed. He was loyal to the cause when it required great personal sacrifice, including losing followers. He had the courage to be faithful even when it angered his listeners to the point of wanting to kill him. He knew who he was. He knew where he came from and where he was going. He knew who sent him. He knew why he was here and what he came to do. And he had the courage to fulfill the mission. But what about us? Are we more like Jesus in this story or are we more like the brothers? Do we want to get back the crowd so that we feel like we're on top? Or are we going to be faithful to the mission? Is our courage motivated by faith or fear? Is our courage motivated by truth or the deceitfulness of wealth? Is our courage motivated by pure love for the Father and others? When you know who you are, you can be courageous. When you know who you are, you can be loyal. There's no need to fear. You know where you came from, who sent you, and where you're going. You know this is a much bigger story than the scene playing out in front of me at this moment, so I can't compromise the big story for this temporary scene. Our daily scripture focuses John chapter 7, verse 6 and 7. Therefore, Jesus told them, My time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Put yourself into the story. Imagine being Jesus and experiencing the loss of thousands of followers. Imagine now being the brothers and seeing all these people reject your brother. How would that feel? 
What would you be driven to do in response to that? What would your motives be for whatever it was that you decided to do? Second, reflect. Are you courageous? Think back to the last time you felt courage. Was your courage motivated by truth and love, or was it motivated by fear or ignorance? Third, repent. If you found yourself courageous for the wrong motivations, repent. See yourself having a change of heart, that's your motives, and a change of mind, that's your thinking, that leads to you living differently. See yourself refusing to be courageous when the timing isn't right. And finally, thank God. Thank God for the ability to have courage. Thank God for the example of Christ. And thank God that his motives towards you are always pure.